Every day, our world is shifting and changing. New technology, new traditions, new relationships, responsibilities, and challenges. How can you keep up? Welcome to the New Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast, where transformation specialist Holly Rovinger and her expert guests, along with everyday people, have conversations on how to survive and thrive in this new world that's continually redefining itself. Whether you decide to listen for the motivation, the education, entertainment, engagement, or inspiration, you'll want to tune in weekly. Here now with all the new rules for your life and your business is your host, Holly Rovinger. Hey, it's Holly. Welcome back to New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. I'm just thrilled to have you here. And as you can tell from the introduction, the purpose of this podcast is to provide information to help you not only survive, but thrive in our rapidly changing world. I always joke that we are morphing into the Jetson era, but there are some inventions, developments, changes that are proving this is becoming more and more of our new reality. Apple TV, GPS systems, and the new cars that actually drive for us. To me and people in my generation, this is incredibly amazing. And how about our rapidly changing technology, especially on the internet? We no sooner learn one skill than a new one presents itself. And I really never thought in my lifetime we would have phone TV where we could actually see people that we are speaking with that perhaps live on the other side of the world. Again, reminiscent of the Jetsons. And the new technology is definitely a positive. But the flip side of that is that we have drifted and have lost a lot of the general etiquette of life. And I believe we need to get back to basics. And doing this will help people really deal with the overwhelm, frustrations, and feelings of I can't keep up with it all that a lot of us are feeling. And part of my mission is to help you step into your best life which means engaging and being present, whether it be in your personal or professional life or both, depending on your situation, because only then can you become empowered and elevate the way you are living. With that in mind, I choose my guest to interview that will give you tips, tricks, strategies, advice, etc., to help you. They are truly gracious enough to share their stories so you can not only learn from them, but become inspired and motivated to be and do your best. I have an extremely special guest on with me today, and her name is Darnielle Jervie. Welcome, Darnielle. Hi, Holly. Hello, everyone. Darnielle is just a ball of amazing energy. That's If I had to package you, that's what I would say. I was lucky enough to meet Darnielle a few weeks ago at an event in Las Vegas, and I was just, she has this like magnetic field around her. I was truly, truly just drawn to her. And as you learn more and more about her, as we talk, you'll find out how uh, spiritual she really is, which I think is one of the reasons that I, I was pulled to her because of the way I believe as well. But Darnielle, before we jump in, let me just share with the audience your bio, and then we will start talking. So Darnielle who has an MBA, is a sought-after speaker, author, and award-winning certified business and executive coach. She is also a gifted marketing and branding strategist. For more than 15 years, Darnielle has used her vision and insight to help business leaders at various levels accelerate their brands. Her empowerment brand includes two companies, Incredible One Enterprises, her parent company, 
where she teaches authentic and compelling marketing and business brand optimization strategies to entrepreneurs so that they can build solid, thriving, holistically successful business businesses. And her Amethyst Consulting Group, which is a division of her parent company, where she teaches emerging, expanding, and executive business leaders how to align authentic personal brands that advance organizations without selling out, burning out, or stressing out. Wow, Darnell, this is a mouthful. You're amazing. She has also authored five inspirational and personal development books, has created several powerful business programs, and has been featured in O Magazine, Essence, and Black Enterprise, among other media outlets. In 2012, Stiletto Woman Media, Media named her Coach Mentor of the Year. Well, congratulations, Darnell. That is just amazing. Thank you. You are the incredible one, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just jump in, Darnell. Let's have you share with the audience what your new rule is, and then we'll just, we'll just start talking from there. Today's new rule. Absolutely. So, you know, from the the realm of the work that I do and really having the opportunity to work with women in business at various levels, I've really been able to distill down into basically one sentence what it really takes to build a business to six, multiple six or seven figures. And so my new role is branding is how you get known. Marketing is how you get found. Sales are how you get paid and operations are how you build a business. I love that. I love that. I think it just, it makes it so simple to understand what it's truly going to take in order to build your business. There's so much confusion out there. I mean, I truly believe that, you know, marketing and branding are two of the hottest topics in business today, but they're also two of the most misunderstood topics in business today. And I really just want to create an environment for business owners to understand A, what they are, and more importantly, how to use them in order to build businesses that create wealth for their families and sustain their communities. Wow. And you've been doing this quite a while now. Yeah. And under the guise of my company, Incredible One Enterprises, six years, which is just utterly amazing. I'm so grateful to have been able to do this amazing work for such a long period of time. Um, But I have been in and around personal branding and marketing for 15 years, which I don't feel like I'm old enough to be able to say I have 15 years worth of experience. But if you look at my age, I do. (laughs) No, you've accomplished quite a bit for your age. I would say, um, you know, more than 98%, if not more than the pop, you know, population, which you've achieved an amazing level of success. So I know we talked about your new rule. Um, also, you know, being okay about branding, marketing, sales and operations, but we also discussed a little bit before about how marketing is a dual. It's a dual layer. Yes. And I love how you talk about the internal an external part of marketing. So would you like to share a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. So it's so it's dual in the sense that in two ways. So first, when it comes down to the message that you would convey to your ideal client, your end user, I happen to call those people your audience of one. I'd, I like to think of marketing as just a conversation that we have where we invite the other end of our conversation to understand that not only do we 
get their problem, but more importantly, we've got a solution for their problem. So when it comes down to understanding that marketing is just a conversation, there's two different conversations that have to go on. There's an internal conversation and then there's an external conversation. The internal conversation is the conversation that the business owner has with themselves to clarify things like, you know, what is the problem that they solve? You know, what gives them the right to talk about that problem? So we talk about your credibility and and, and what you've obtained and understood about what it means to be having this conversation in the first place. And then the external conversation is literally what you're going to say and or show to your ideal client to get them engaged in the conversation with you. And I think, you know, in, in my teaching business owners how to make marketing fun, how to make it magnetic, that has been one of the big shifts that has really allowed people to step into an understanding about how marketing doesn't have to be this icky used car salesperson feeling that so many people get because they think if they tell people what they do, they're really bothering them. And, and you know, all of the lies and the self-sabotaging beliefs that really stop us from stepping into who we were created to be and to be the service we want to be in the world. So helping people to understand the internal conversation and the external conversation is a great way to, to break marketing down to a level that feels really, really good to them. And I truly believe that congruence in your your marketing and the message you want to convey is the key to being able to share the message with massive amounts of people around the world and inviting them to experience the change that only you and your work can create. I love, And I love how you say that. And the funny thing is everybody, whether they want to admit to it, acknowledge it, however you want to say it or not, everybody's in the marketing business. I don't Absolutely. care, doctor, lawyer, engineer, Indian chief, if you don't market yourself, you do not have a business. Absolutely. I always say, I have this quote in one of my books. It says, um, if you are the bomb, but nobody knows it, you're going to blow up by yourself. <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, my goal is to get other people to feel the impact of your explosion through helping you to create marketing that first and foremost, feels good to you, but more importantly, resonates with them. And that can be challenging because in and of itself, marketing isn't for you. You know, we are more often serving the people who are the before to our after. So we've made it over. We've made it through. We've um, we've realized this amazing systematic approach to solving this massive problem that we used to have. And now we want to go back and teach other people. When I'm, I'm talking with my clients and my students, and I really break down how you can tell your story in a very compelling way. I, I put it into three different sections. So the first section of telling your story is the Robert Frost moment. So it's when you landed at the proverbial crossroad and you decided to take the road less traveled. So that's the first component of your story. And then the second component of your story is what I call the Sam Cooke moment. Now there's this song that Sam Cooke wrote. It became popular again when President Barack Obama was first elected to the White House. It's, it's called a change gonna come. And so it's about the part of your story when you're telling them about the change that you experience and the change they need to undergo right now. And then the third component of the story is the Harriet Tubman moment. And your Harriet Tubman moment, you know, most people know the story. She was a, a slave who 
made her way to freedom. She looked around. She didn't have anybody to be free with. So she went all the way back to slavery and got some people to be free with her. And so we do the same thing. We get free. We understand how to solve the problem. We are experiencing this massive shift in our life. And we look around and there are not enough people who are also experiencing that shift. So we create an environment to go back into their slavery, their bondage, their struggle, their challenge, and we bring them out through our work. So when you take those three those three components, the Robert Frost, the Sam Cooke, and the Harriet Tubman, you will create a compelling story, a compelling conversation that will elevate the person listening to your story to the point of wanting to take action to learn how they too can experience the freedom that you are experiencing today. So being able to just take this whole different approach to marketing and help people make it feel good to them creates an environment for them to serve tons more people doing what they love. I love the way you just told that because first of all, Harriet Tubman was before women empowerment came into being. She was such an empowered woman. You know, you look back through time and you find women, you know, similar to her and it's like, wow, they were so far ahead of their time. But I, I love the way you said that, that basically, you know, besides marketing being a conversation, it's reaching back and pulling people up with you, you know, pulling them out of their present situation to get to a better place. Absolutely. And I think if people really felt that deep in their gut that they were helping, you know, a lot of that, you know, what you call used salesman um, you know, type of selling that won't happen anymore. And if people do hear that, of course, then they won't, it won't resonate with them and they won't, they won't buy from those kind of people. Right. Absolutely. So that, that does change. So this, we know this is extremely important for building a business. And I know you, you tie it all together, you know, that you say that, you know, branding, marketing, sales, operations are just equally important in building a life and in business together, mm-hmm. that it's all part of, you want to tie that up for us, like how it fits sure. into the whole spiritual side? Absolutely. I believe that, you know, at the end of the day, if you've decided, if you, you've realized that God gave you something amazing. You know, he gave you this amazing gift, this amazing talent. And through using that gift or talent, you can first and foremost be of service to him. Because I believe that we were all created to be of service to him and to render praise and glory to him. And I think that the way that we do that is through being of service to others. I think about um, the fact that love, you know, love conquers all. Love is the the one universal um uh, universal constant in the world is love. And when you show love, even to the most hateful people, they are changed, right? And so I believe that each and every one of us, our gift or talent is an expression of love. And when we make that expression of love available to those who aren't experiencing love in that way at this particular point in time, it creates an environment for us to be closest to God, to his divine creation and being amongst his divine creation to help his divine creatures experience life as he wanted it to be enjoyed. So when we understand that we have that gift, we then have to be able to conceptualize it and then ultimately package it, and and i.e. a brand. This is where branding comes in. So once I'm clear who I am and what it is I bring to the table, I begin to package that thing together in a way that is going to immediately create an environment for the person who 
will perceive my brand in such a way to see me as a, a, a potential effective solution that they can make an emotional investment in. Once I've packaged it up into a brand, I then have to let people know about it. Because if I don't tell them, like I just said a few moments ago, if I'm the bomb, but nobody knows it, I'm going to blow up by myself. <laughs> so in order to, to not blow up by myself, I've got to get other people on board with my brand. And so that's where marketing enters the the um, the continuum, if you will. I begin to have conversations and letting people know, hey, this is who I am. This is who I help. And this is how I can help you. That's essentially what marketing does. Now, once I'm starting to market and people are finding me and they're wanting to hire me, I've got to have a firm understanding on sales and how to help them to understand how to make an, a financial investment and what it is that I am, I've already packaged together in the form of my brand to solve their problem. So that's how sales kind of enters in. And then once I'm getting sales because I've been getting found, I then need to have systems. I need to have an operational mechanism in place to manage everything that is happening in my business or in my, my brand so that I can ultimately have a business and use that business to create wealth for my family, to offer jobs to my community, and to sustain the, the, the people that I want to support through the work that I do each and every day. So you're real. It's way more than about you. It's out oh actually, gosh. yeah, just actually going bigger. And I think, you know, that's why, um, well, first of all, that's why I named the podcast, you know, New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. And I, I was actually, I interviewed a gentleman who, who talked about us being in a performance economy where your life and your business are as one. Yeah. And that's what entrepreneurship is all about. And I think a lot of people struggle with that, you know. Mm-hmm. But it does. It's exactly what you said. It's all, you know, it's pack, you're packaging your business, but you are a big part of it. You know, and your, your life is a big part of it, no matter how you want to cut it up, you know, when you have a business for yourself. So you just have such an incredible message to share. I just want to ask, like, what was your childhood like? Did you always, you know, want to, want to be an entrepreneur and have your own business? Or, you know, did you think event, you know, when you started out, were you trying to be something else like, you know, just getting a job? Yeah. I mean, I I had no idea that I was an entrepreneur. I, you know, I graduated. um, Well, you asked me about my childhood. So my childhood um, was chaotic at best. Um, My parents were divorced when I was two years old, but they were both um, had their fair fight with drugs. And so that was, you know, very prevalent in my household. I've got seven brothers and sisters on my mother's side, and I'm the only one who actually made it through high school and and went on to college. Um, From college, I, you know, I got a good little job and and started making money because I was so, we were poor, we were very, very poor. And um, it was literally 10 years into my career when I had um, a devastating occurrence. I was engaged to be married and my ex-fiance at the time um, confessed that he had gotten an older woman in our church pregnant. And so the bottom like really fell out of my life. And it was only then that I started to question if there was more to life than going to work at dark 30 and coming home at dark 30. I was working 12 to 14 hour days and I was really just existing. I was not thriving. And so it was then 
and beginning to question life and really being personally introduced to God. Now, I mean, I grew up in the church, but I never knew God for myself. And I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about relationship. And so it was through developing that personal relationship with God that I realized that he did not create me to sit behind someone else's desk. He created me to hire people to sit behind my desk. And so that was kind of the beginning of the the planning of the seed, if you will, of me and entrepreneurship. And, you know, like most entrepreneurs, I stumbled, I failed and and fell and, and all of that good stuff. Um, but, you know, today I really wouldn't have it any other way. And I'm so grateful to be at this point in my life enjoying entrepreneurship and small business ownership and being able to help other people to do the same at a point where I can actually do it. You know, I meet people all the time who are just like, oh, you're so young. I wish I knew what you know when I was your age, right? And so it's really, really um, powerful to take the lessons from your childhood and then, um, and from that, be able to use it to, to really just be a better person and to be of great service to others in the world. Well, and I have to believe part of your success, besides being very bright, I'm not going to, you know, take that away from you. You, you've just, you're so positive. That's to me what radiates out of you, Darnell, is mm-hmm. the optimism, um, positive. And, and, you know, you had that horrible occurrence at such a young age that affected you, but you, you didn't just hide under the covers. You know, you took it as a lesson that, okay, you know, for some reason this is happening to me and and God wants me to learn from this. And you moved on and you moved on in a big way, not a little Mm -hmm. way. So it's, you're, you're an inspiration to people, you know, you You know, bad things are going to happen in life. That's just what life is all about. You know, we move forward. So I I do give you a lot of credit on that. So anything else you want to share about the new rule? Um, you know, just learn them and do them. Just do it. Like, just figure out what it needs to take. And if you don't have the answers, don't be afraid to engage someone such as myself to be able to help you to do it. You know, I believe life is too short and there are too many people who are waiting on you and your gift that you can't afford to waste time with the lies and the the fears and the sabotaging beliefs you keep telling yourself that are keeping you from operating in your purpose. Awesome. Thank you. Well, why don't we share what you had two beautiful, beautiful quotes that you shared with me. You want to share those now? Sure. Favorite quote. So yeah, so one is anonymous and I just love this. I actually use it quite uh, frequently. So it says, when you have come to the edge of all the light that you know, and are approaching the darkness of the unknown. Faith is knowing that one of two things will happen. Either there will be something solid for you to stand on, or you will be taught to to fly. And I truly believe that each and every person who's listening under the sound of my voice right now can fly. You really have the potential to literally fly and to be the change you want to see in the world. And then the second is from Anthony Greenback. And it says, when you're... um, When you're having, and I'm paraphrasing because, of course, now that you asked me to recite it, I can't tell you exactly. Um, When you're you're going through an impossible situation, (laughs) (laughs) I I know I'm laughing because I'm like, oh, gosh, where's the quote? Um, When you're going through an impossible situation, you don't need the reflexes of a Grand Prix driver 
driver. You don't need the muscle of the, a Hercules or the mind of an Einstein. You simply need to be told what to do. So if you are in a business that is not performing the way that you know deep down in your heart that it could, that's an impossible situation. All you need is to be told what to do. And the best way to do that is to align yourself with a coach or mentor who has been there, who can tell you what you need to do and offer you the opportunity to do those very things so that you can turn your situation around. Oh, I love it. I love both those quotes. I think they're they're pretty cool. You know, they're different. They're not your your everyday quote. So I am going to list under the podcast, you know, different places people can connect with you and you know, really, guys, I encourage you to connect with Dornielle. You know, you can just hear from her, her, her positive radiating energy. And I am actually, I'm recording this in March of 2014. And if you're listening now, I want you to be aware that uh, Dornielle has a big event coming up in May. And Darnielle, you want to just share a little bit about that event? Sure, absolutely. The event is called Unleash Your Incredible Factor Live. It's a three-day experience with me where I will be teaching approximately 300 business owners and entrepreneurs how to really make the shift in their businesses so that they can build a six-figure or more business in a short period of time. So we're really going to cut through all of the crap and share the strategies that work best, that work consistently to help you to really be able to master them so that you can get out there and really use your gifts and talents to change the world. Because again, there's far too many people waiting on you and you can, and, and this is an event we do every year. So regardless of when you're listening to this particular um podcast, there will be an event forthcoming and you can go to unleashyourincrediblefactor.com, unleashyourincrediblefactor.com to learn all about the current year's event, the theme of the event and what we're working on to help you to position yourself and your business for um, massive growth and impact influence and income on the world. Wow. I mean, I I will be attending this, guys. So if any of you um, want to go this year, I will, you know, look forward to meeting you in person there. And um, I'm just looking forward to all that you have to share, Darnell. I think it's it's going to be amazing. So we really appreciate your taking the time to be with us today and, and sharing your, your pearls of wisdom because they are pearls, uh, definitely. And for those listening, thank you so much for joining us today on New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. This is Holly signing off for today. Have a great week and remember to always have a positive mindset so you can live healthier and wealthier and happier with passion. But before we go, Darnielle is really sharing her gifts with the world. And the question I have for all those listening, are you? Today's show has been sponsored by The Empress Cloth on Amazon. TheEmpressCloth.com. Check it out. Save time, save money, save the environment. A much healthier way to clean for you, your family, your loved ones, and your pets. Thanks for listening to the New Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast. If you're listening and you want to grab contact details for today's guest, information on resources mentioned, or any other show notes, head over to hollyrovinger.com for complete details. That's www.hollyrovinger.com. We would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. So leave us a comment on the website or an honest review on iTunes. And to get regular tips to help you in today's rapidly changing world, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the new rules for your life and your business. 